following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. It's a hump day edition of Main Street Sports today coming up. The fellows will chat with Brady McAtamney from Main Street Preps to see what's happening in the Clarksville, Montgomery County area. Also, Brett McMurphy, Action Sports Network, will join us around 3 o'clock this afternoon to talk a little college football. That's right, always a good time to talk football. Recapping college basketball last night. The Vols, big win over Kentucky. Vandy at Auburn tonight. That and more coming up. Now, live to the Lee Company studio on location at Columbia State Community College. Playing a little baseball today with the Hall of Famer and Sports Writer of the Year, Mo Patton. Here is the Sundrop Kid from Alabama, Chris Yow. That's right here at Dave Hall Field, home of the Columbia State Community College Chargers. They take on Freed Hardman today in their home opener. Talked to Mike Corn yesterday. If you missed that interview, you can go back and check out the podcast or watch it on a video. Glad to have you guys with us here and looking forward to a great show. We have a fantastic show coming up, so uh, it's going to be great. Mo, how's it going, man? It's a nice day out. Well, it's, it's going better for me than it's going for Brody Puckett. Um, Brock Puckett, I'm sorry. <laughs> the the um, Charger starter, one pitch, one double in the right center field gap there, but they are underway on the field here. Um Freed Hardeman, one out, one on, nobody out, 0-2 count early on. So, um, But it's nice to be out here, man, checking out some baseball. As we talked to Coach Corn last yesterday, didn't get a whole lot of opportunity to get out here last not, year with the pandemic restrictions that were going on. So it's nice to get out and did, enjoy some baseball. We did get out here one time, and there were folks out in the center field. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, <laughs> on, the on, the, on the berm. On the berm out there yeah. watching the ball game. So yeah. it's nice to be see some folks in the stands here at Dave Hall Field. We're and there. it's a pretty good crowd, really, for a Wednesday afternoon 2 o'clock start. They're playing two sevens out here, y'all. So if you get a chance to come out, come on out. Might as well. What, what else you, you ain't got, got nothing else. To what do? else you got to do? Yeah. And then stick around because as we get into the rundown here in a little bit, the Columbia State men play Trevecca at six sure, over at make the it a, Make so, it a day. Yeah, there you make go. a day of it here at Columbia State. All right. Let's uh, speaking of the rundown. Let's go ahead and get into it because we got a lot to get to. Uh, let's. Uh, what do you say? Let's just go ahead and give them yesterday's results and today's schedule. Is the rundown. Tuesday evening, boys basketball action. Brentwood High School defeated Summit 72-58 in the regular season finale for both teams. In tournament action, Kalioka went on the road, got a 64-55 overtime victory over Collinwood to open uh, District 10-1A tournament play. Also in 10-1A, Wayne County with a 74-52 win over Hampshire. In 10-2A, Lewis County with a 59-51 win over Mount Pleasant. In District 8-3A, Lawrence County defeats Marshall County 58-51 in overtime. Also in 8-3A, it was Tullahoma 63, Spring Hill 53, despite a 31-point performance from Kayshawn Brashear. And in TSIAA second-round tournament action, it was Lighthouse Christian defeating Zion Christian 52-43. In girls' basketball action in regular season, it was Brentwood 59 Summit 45, Nashville Christian ends Columbia Academy's girls' season 57-42 in middle region play at Division II. Uh, 
In men's action last night, NCAA, 16th-ranked Tennessee with a 76-63 win over 4th-ranked Kentucky. It was the Washington Capitals in NHL play over the Nashville Predators 4-1. In the NBA, Grizzlies continue to roll. They get by the Pelicans 121-109. That 4-1 Capitals win was the return of Peter Laviolette, former Preds coach. So, um... Nice, nice performance for his team in that win at Bridgestone. Um, tonight on the basketball court, District 10-1A girls semifinal action. Santa Fe goes to Wayne County. That's a 6.30 start. Also, Richland at Collinwood at 6.30. And boys, Division 2A middle region quarterfinal action columbia academy travels to clarksville academy that's a six o'clock start again junior college men's basketball action at six trevecca is at columbia state and we've got baseball right here at dave hall field as freed hardeman and columbia state are playing a double header right now in ncaa men's action tonight jacksonville state go gamecocks at lipscomb seven o'clock espn plus and on SEC Network at 8 o'clock, you can catch Vanderbilt at second-ranked Auburn. Should be a good one. And NBA action, the Portland Trailblazers are at the Memphis Grizzlies. That's a 7 o'clock tip. And uh, I don't think there's any NHL action tonight. So I think that's going to do it for. That Vandy-Auburn game is being televised, right? SEC Network. Okay. That's it. That's today's rundown. Had to play at the plate on a wild pitch during the rundown here. Two pass balls. Don't 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 put that on Brock. Uh, they were both definitely pass balls. And 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 Coach Mike Corn has let his catcher know that it's not okay for those two to get by him. Um, but yeah, it, it worked out because he got the out at the plate. Well, I'm, I'm, yeah, there you go. <laughs> so it didn't go down as a pass ball or a wild pitch That's since right. they got the out. <laughs> it turns out it's just that's an a out. caught stealing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So good for them. Um, we are about. Got we are out, out of this inning. Yeah, got out of it. <laughs> Despite the leadoff double, um, it's Freed Hardeman nothing. Columbia State coming to the plate. So, so uh, our opening tip, the tip off for today, Tubby Smith has stepped down as men's basketball coach at High Point University, and his son, Gigi Smith, will take over as head coach. So. Tubby. Yeah, this is um, apparently he has come down with COVID again. Oh, um, second time in less than a year. And um, according to the release put out by HP, HPU, having been away from the program for an extended time, that the timing was right for this change. He will continue his involvement at HPU through the end of the year, assisting with alumni and community engagement, as well as fundraising for athletics and other university priorities. And so, um, his son, Gigi, will take over for this year and for the 22-23 He's just going to take season, over the, the contract. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, he, he he had been on staff right. as um, associate head coach, so, so he's taking it over. And presumably the end of, man, a fantastic career for Tubby Smith. Um, prior to returning to his alma mater as head coach, he had been at Memphis. Texas Tech, Minnesota, Kentucky, Georgia, and Tulsa, winning a national championship in 88 at Kentucky and apparently is one of only three 
head basketball coaches to take five different schools to an NCAA tournament appearance. Wow. So, <laughs> that's that's strong. Yeah, it's it's interesting that that someone with that type of uh, that type of resume could be at five different schools. Because that means he's not been able to stick around a little as long as he probably should have at, at some, at some of those schools. Minnesota, yeah. Memphis, Memphis included. Yeah. So you know, it's a heck of a point. Yeah. I, but the fact that he's been able to do it everywhere he goes just an absolute testament to his ability as a. Uh, basketball coach and a fantastic career again. Tubby Smith, the uh, going to step down at high points. So yeah, that's that's exciting for uh, for for Gigi to get a chance to kind of step in and take over that role and, and see where see how he follows in his uh, dad's footsteps. No doubt. All right, that is today's top story. We've got again great show lined up for you. Brady McTamney coming up here momentarily, and we've got. Uh, we got some accolades from some different um, districts in our area, so we'll get to the high school stuff as well. So might as well go ahead and take a break. That way we'll have some extra time on the other side to let folks know about those accolades. So let's go ahead and get out of this break. We'll be right back on Main Street Sports Day, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint after this. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go tour their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731, and schedule your tour today. Keep your home as comfortable as possible. If you have any issues with your air conditioner, electrical, or plumbing systems, call Lee Company. Our techs use visual findings and other technology tools to add transparency and clarity. You see what we see, whether we're in a crawl space or on the roof. We're here 24-7, so if you need us, call us. Lee Company, call 931-548-4448 today or schedule your appointment at LeeCompany.com. That's LeeCompany.com. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. 
Tune in Thursdays at 1 o'clock for the MSP North podcast featuring Brady McAtamney and Blaine Keller covering Robertson and Montgomery counties. Check it out on social media, wherever Main Street Media is and wherever you get your podcast. Again, Thursdays at 1, it's the MSP North podcast with Blaine Keller and Brady McAtemney. Now back to the Lee Company studio on location at Columbia State Community College. Here is Mo Patton and Chris Yao. Welcome back to Dave Hallfield here, and we are in the bottom half, and another pass ball gets a, a Columbia State runner to second base. So it's it's interesting how a little early season woes here, but, you know, they'll, 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 they'll get there. They'll get there. Yeah, maybe breaking balls are breaking a little bit more than these guys are used to or something because I think it's all been on breaking balls. Yeah, no question. So uh, we, we do have some, some high school news uh, coming out from District 12 4A. Uh, we'll start there with the uh, MVP of the girls, District 12 4A, going to Reagan Grimes of Ravenwood. Not really a big surprise Not there at all. Not a big surprise all. at all. The Lady Raptors were the regular season champions, and, and she was their best player. She is their best player, headed to Tennessee Tech on a basketball scholarship. Um, that's unfortunate. Ouch. That is unfortunate. <laughs> Liner up the middle, shortstop makes the play and tags it back for a double play to get out of the inning. No score here after one between visiting Freed Hardeman and Columbia State. But yeah, um, oh. turn it up. <laughs> um, Reagan Grimes, the MVP for um, District 12 4A. Um, first teamers, Janiah Riley and Josie Parks um, from Columbia Central. Janiah Riley, by the way. Our player of the week this week, our Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint player of the week. And um, I guess we kind of announced that a little prematurely since we usually give that hardware out on Thursday. (laughs) It's all right. We'll have a team of the week tomorrow to go with Janiah. But she and Josie Parks, first team all District 12-4A, along with Elizabeth Flynn from Ravenwood, Nicole Rizani from Summit, and Leilani Washington from Nolansville. On the second team from Summit, Bergen Ali, Sydney Wright, and Claudette Runk all getting uh, awards there. It was Natalie Prestigard from Ravenwood and Leah Ubre. 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 And uh, so Independence is Leah Ubre is rounds out the second team on the boys' side. Also, girls' coach of the year oh, yeah. is Ravenwood's Andrew James. As it should be. Hey, yeah. Well done to him. Uh, on the boys' side. We got the MVP down here in Southern Middle Tennessee. Yeah, well, it, it's all Southern Middle Tennessee. But, but yeah, well, yeah, yeah Ravenwood ish. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but yeah, um, Columbia Central senior Q Martin is the uh, the MVP for District 12 4A. Well deserved. Um, first teamers include Bubba Perkins from Columbia Central, Jet Montgomery, and Cameron Bell from. Independence, DJ Starr from Ravenwood, and Jake Mulder from Ravenwood. So that's your first team. Congratulations to those guys. Second team includes also from Ravenwood, Matthew Williams, and then from Columbia Central, Jordan Davis, Matthew Witt from Independence, Bradley Stewart from Summit, and Jaden Clark from Nolansville. And, and your coach of the year? The man, the myth, the legend himself. No doubt. They call him Soup. For a good reason. Nick Campbell, Columbia Central, head Coach, hey, you know, I, I love this. 
Coach of the Year, Columbia Central. Mm-hmm. Nowhere else to say Central. That's interesting. That is interesting. Anyway. Oh, well. Yeah. Congratulations right. to him. Let's talk about some. Oh, uh, go ahead. We've got District oh, right. 8, AAA. 3A boys. Um, don't know that we've got girls, but um, on the boys' side, from Spring Hill, Kayshawn Brashear is named to the team, along with Lawrence County's Alex Carr and Luke Boswell um, from Lincoln County. You've got Eric Greenwood and Eli Oval. From Marshall County, Devontae Davis and Jamal Gentry. Page places Ryan Lang, Pierce Brule, whose dad I covered in another lifetime, and Grant Snyder from Page. Also from Tullahoma, you've got Chris Oselton, who um, sealed the state championship for the Wildcat football team back in December, and Brody Melton. So those are your all-district players from AAA on the boys' side. The MVP is Lincoln County's Owen Sandlin, and the coach of the year is Mark Cornelius of the Falcons. So congrats to all, and hopefully we'll be able to at some point track down the girls' all-district AAA team and announce that as well. All right, let's go to Main Street North. Talk a little 931. Well, of course, we're 931 down here too, but uh, the north side of the 931, Brady McAtamney joins us now from MainStreetPreps.com. Brady, what's up, man? How you doing, guys? Looks like you're at a ball game. Not a, not a bad day for one, huh? It's really not. It's it's a little windy, but I mean, otherwise, just just pretend we're at Wrigley. Do you, yeah, exactly. Just pretend we're Wrigley, no doubt. But it, it's nice out here, man. It could could be could be worse, but yeah. great day for baseball, especially on in February sixteenth. Yeah, for February sixteenth, yeah. we'll take it. Yeah, Chris, you probably remember the a baseball game's the first place we met at, at Independence, Independence versus Clarksville. Um, that was before that was we a, even it was before we even worked together. That was a great game too, man. That was a great Walk game. Walk off Homer. <laughs> what a great what a great day. Um, Brady, tell us a little bit about what's going on. Do you do you have any uh, all district teams up there that you want to throw out? Uh, unfortunately, we haven't we haven't gotten them out yet. Gotcha. Okay. Um, but uh, you know they're coming. Uh, I can I can definitely give you some some predictions. Um, <laughs> no, they're they're going to be some players. <laughs> I'd say are uh, an easy shoe in <laughs> that are going to be on on those teams, but they're not official yet. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, you know, as we get ready, go ahead. Yeah, before we – I know Brady, we brought him on to kind of talk a little bit about tonight's Division 2A Middle Region boys quarterfinal game between Columbia Academy and host Clarksville Academy. But before we get into that, there's a young lady in Brady's coverage area that I think just got a scholarship offer from the University of Tennessee. That's right. And I wanted to be sure to um, <laughs> yeah, we need to talk, talk a little about bit about that. Yeah. How about Amari, man? Amani. I mean, Amani, I mean. Yeah. Amari. It, it, it is Amari. You were right. It is. Amari. Oh, okay. my bad. Sorry. Shut up, Mo. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, she, she's uh, she's she's pretty incredible. Um, I mean, she had she got a, a scholarship from Murray State when she was in seventh grade. Wow. So um, if that tells you anything. The racers know. Get in on them early. Yeah. Her name has been out there for a couple years now. Um, she's a sophomore right now. Getting that scholarship offer, like you said, from UT that came in yesterday. She's had interest from South Carolina, uh, UConn, and now that UT scholarship has come in. I mean, that, those are those are some of the biggest names you get in women's basketball. She's um, they don't I mean, get she bigger do than all. those three. I move that the nomination cease. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. She, she can do it all on the court. She's an incredible ball handler. She plays great defense. She's a, an excellent shooter. Um, 
I mean, there's just there's just nothing she can't she really can't do. And you know, to be there as a sophomore already, no, she's got a whole two other years of, of high school basketball to play with those AAU seasons. I mean, it's frightening to think of what she can become. So UT is smart to get on her as a sophomore. And and they're smart, particularly um, as you consider the way recruiting has gone over the last few years and, mm-hmm. and the number of in-state talents that have gotten out of this state. Looking at you, Ron Howard. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, I cannot watch Kentucky and cannot watch her without getting pissed off all over again, to be honest. But, um, yeah, so being able to get her, get her offered – early on and and let her think on that is i think a great move on the part of kelly harper and her staff in knoxville yeah and you think of some of the some of the ut greats names like pat summit who was born in clarksville bashara graves who went to clarksville high um the city's been good to ut so amari berry could be the next in line let's hope so that'd be fantastic love to see her in orange um you know i wanted to just get a real quick uh, Rossview's girls. They, are, are they the number one seed in that uh, in, in their district? They are. Yeah, they beat Clarksville High twice, um, and then they also beat the uh, number one seed out in the uh, other district, District 14. That's a uh, Northwest. Um, so they're going to see them in the region possibly. Um, yeah, Rossview. They're they're the number one seed. And, so and, and so they wait got a minute. Springfield now. Clarksville yeah. is split into two different districts. For, yeah, for the first time this year, it is it's bizarre. You got you got four teams from Clarksville in District 13, and another two in District 14. And you got With who and who down in uh, I believe it's 2A that they're in, um, and then Clarksville Academy, of course, is in D2A. But you've got multiple 4A teams in different districts in Clarksville. Yeah, it's weird. It makes the, it, it it doesn't make things easy for me because both of those tournaments are going to be going on at the same time. Yeah, right. You can't just go to one place. You gotta, you're gonna have to go to two. That that's it's not easy to duplicate yourself. Just ask us. We know. Mm. <laughs> We've tried. Brady. Been trying for a long time. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh man. Well, uh, let let's get into tonight's uh, dish, Division Two Middle Region matchup: Clarksville Academy hosting Columbia Academy, and Clarksville Academy uh, hosted the Bulldogs earlier this year it was back in December and uh, Columbia Academy came away with a 47 44 win but Brady you know as we were talking uh, through our text message chain that you feel like Clarksville Academy has improved uh, since that time and I'm, I'm sure Columbia Academy has as well uh, how do you how do you feel like this Clarksville Academy team is, is approaching tonight uh, with you know having coming off that loss from earlier in the year yeah, so I was actually talking with Tyler Hickman, head coach of Clarksville Academy, earlier today. Um, Blaine and I talked to him for our podcast that we were recording earlier awesome. today, and uh, he told us that um, that Columbia Academy game that they played earlier this year, uh, so that was a morning game on a Friday, um, and that was just and, and just the night before they had played Clarksville High, who, uh, of course, that's a big city rivalry. That was the first time those two teams had played since the turn of the century. So that was obviously a huge game in front of a big crowd. Clarksville High is a team that, you know, is uh, is a big-time contender to get to state uh, again this year after getting there last year. So emotions were running high. They lost that game. It was a close game. And then they turn around the next morning and play Columbia Academy. So um, they think that they're in a better position now, of course, having, <laughs> having a couple days to prepare for Columbia Academy. Of course, you're not playing a, a great 4A team the night before. Um, but they've improved a lot. You know, Eddie Ricks is a, um, a Mr. Basketball finalist. Uh, he's averaging about – 21, 22 points per game this season. Uh, he's their leading rebounder. 
he's, he's really coming to his own defensively. He's a uh, 6'7", and I know Columbia Academy's got some size as well. Um, so that's going to be a great matchup, seeing him. Um, but they've got some really good tertiary players as well. They actually just had a baseball uh, – uh, one of their players got a baseball scholarship from Austin P. That's Paris Pridgen. He's a, uh, a a wing player for them. Uh, they got a guy just committed to play at Win- Lindsey Wilson for football and Keith Richburg. Uh, he's one of their dominant post players. So they got a whole lot of multi-sport athletes, and, and that really shows in the different things that they're able to do. They they win a lot with athleticism, but they're also very well coached. So, uh, of course, for Academy, they're going to be a tough out for sure, but – uh, like you said, I mean, Columbia Academy beat them. So we know that these two teams are are really good. Um, Tyler Hickman really ca- uh, called Carswell, or uh, rather Columbia Academy, a two seed that's kind of in the four spot. So he's uh, he knows that this is a really good team, and they're definitely not going to take them lightly. Yeah, I think that's um, there's definitely something to be said for that two seed in the four spot. Mm-hmm. Talking with um, Brady McAtamney of Main Street Clarksville here on Main Street, uh, Main Street Sports today. Um about this um, Columbia Academy Clarksville Academy matchup tonight, and as you mentioned, um, Columbia Academy does have some size. Six seven sophomore Griffin Cooper, one of four guys that they've got averaging in double digits, and and any of them can go for twenty or twenty five in a night, and and they all have pretty much. Um, Will Jackson, their senior forward. Um, Jeremy Jackson, their freshman guard. No relation, by the way. And um, Gabe Davenport <laughs> off the bench with like se- almost eighty three pointers, and um, and you'll know him by the mismatched shoes. By the way, earlier <laughs> in the year he was wearing one red and one blue. The other night he was wearing one white and one blue. So I don't know what he's going to come out with tonight, but I feel pretty positive they won't be the same color. <laughs> that, that'll be something to watch. Absolutely, keep an eye on that. Must be the shoes, money. I uh well you know it's funny I've I've written a story about that before you have indeed you have indeed <laughs> so, nearly blew up our website <laughs> yeah. yeah you got a good shoe budget down in uh, Columbia huh uh, apparently clearly yeah. I you know that's that's one of the things about that I was going to mention is Clarksville Academy held this Columbia Academy team to forty seven points in that first matchup now obviously it was in the morning but coming off of uh, you know, probably a very physical and very exhausting game the night before to be able to have that sort of defensive uh, performance against a really good Columbia Academy offense is, is pretty impressive. Now, so let's keep in mind it was morning for Columbia Academy That's what I'm saying. That, well. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I get that it was in the morning, so you can, you know – Take the, take that as you will, as right. far as you know, <laughs> what it takes to shoot in a new gym uh, first thing in the morning. Of course, you got to drive up there too, so mm-hmm. it was even earlier for them. Yeah. But but the, the defense is what uh, really this Clarksville Academy team can hang its hat on. Yeah, they can actually. I mean, definitely the defense is, is a huge part. They just beat good pasture, I believe. I don't, I don't have the exact score in front of me, but it was about 46, 47 to 41. And good pasture, of course, a really good basketball team. I know they're missing Isaiah West, but uh, they were still their regular season district champions in uh, middle district four. Um, and, and they held them to 41 points in that district championship. But they also beat Friendship Christian. I believe it was 66 to 61. So they can they can beat you either way. Um, it's, it's really going to be, you know, how they – I think they're, they're good at looking at what the other team does well and trying to play the opposite of that. So I think they're definitely going to look at trying to keep this game a defensive one. Because like you said, Columbia Academy, they got a whole bunch of guys who can score. They got a whole bunch of guys who can shoot. So Clarksville Academy is probably going to see that. Probably want to play a little bit slower. Kind of try to slow that down. Keep their shooters, you know, kind of bagged up a little bit. Want to make sure that 
they're the ones controlling the pace. And if they can do that, I think that's probably going to be uh, a big advantage for Carson Wentz. All right, it's going to be a good one. So make sure to get up there if you don't have anything else going on this evening. Clarksville Academy hosting Columbia Academy. Brady McAtanny at Brady underscore MSP on Twitter. Check him out. And the MSP North podcast coming out tomorrow at 1 o'clock. Not 1 o'clock. Yeah, yeah, 1 o'clock, right before our show. So right before our show, check out the MSP North podcast wherever you get your podcasts and on our social medias. Brady, thanks, man. We appreciate it. Thank you, guys. All right, when we come back, we'll continue talking college hoops as Tennessee, Kentucky go at it last night and Vanderbilt, Auburn tonight. So it should be a good one. We'll be right back. Main Street Sports State comes back after this. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go tour their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731, and schedule your tour today. Keep your home as comfortable as possible. If you have any issues with your air conditioner, electrical, or plumbing systems, call Lee Company. Our techs use visual findings and other technology tools to add transparency and clarity. You see what we see, whether we're in a crawl space or on the roof. We're here 24-7, so if you need us, call us. Lee Company, call 931-548-4448 today or schedule your appointment at LeeCompany.com. That's LeeCompany.com. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Tune in Wednesdays at noon central for Casey's Take on Sports. Casey Patrick, sports reporter for the Dixon Post and Cheatham County Exchange, who always has a take. It's Casey's Take on Sports. Comes out Wednesdays at noon on Main Street Media social pages and anywhere you get your podcast. Now, back to Main Street Sports Today, live on location the League Company studio from Columbia State Community College, the Hall of Famer Mo Patton, and the Sundrop Kid from Alabama, Chris Yow. Dead gone. Blew my keyboard cover <laughs> right keyboard off. keyboard cover's done gone. Yes. 
I want you know we get enough of Casey's take on on Twitter on sports. I want to <laughs> I want to hear Casey's take on the Oscars. <laughs> Can we get that? I, I wonder what Casey had to say about last night. I guess we find that. <laughs> they probably recorded it before before the it game. came out today. So mm, unfortunate. That's unfortunate. Yeah, because I would love to. That's unfortunate. <laughs> tune tune in next that. week, guys. I'm sure he'll have a take on that as oh, well. I, oh I'm yeah, sorry. but he will. He he will have calmed down. He will have burned out by then. <laughs> trust me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Hey, last night was a lot of fun. Tennessee gets the big win over Kentucky, a, and the under hits. Might have been by one point, but it hit. 76-63. Yeah, that was right. <laughs> you said there'd be no math. Well, you know, I, I was I, I was impressed by exactly what we talked about. You know, Zakai Ziegler was exactly what he needed to be. And, and Justin Powell was exactly not. Well, but <laughs> Somebody Jordan, said he was going to be the X factor, and he was. Zero point scored. He had an assist. There you go. I there think that go. was his only statistic of the night was Good an assist. Lord, man. But they had eight guys scoring double figures last night. Um, exactly what Kentucky did to Tennessee at Rupp is what Tennessee did last night to Kentucky. Obviously, they didn't score 107 points, but I think they shot over 58% from the field. It, it was just a – an all-around great performance from the, the Vols on the hardwood, and Kentucky just could not shoot. The, they couldn't score with Tennessee, which we thought Tennessee maybe couldn't score with them. They couldn't score with the Vols. They had a significant drought. I think they went 11, like 10, minutes. 11 minutes without a field goal in the first, first, first half, half and, and that was pretty much the um, the death knell from them, but again, for them. But Viscovi, um, 18 points. Two of four from three. Kennedy Chandler, 17 points. Three of five from three. And he had another one that went in and out. And um, 14 each off in the and out. It went all the way to the bottom of the net and then came back. Out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all the way in. And, and then 14 each. 14 points, eight boards from Fulke. And um, 14 from Ziggler, both off the bench. So, I mean, it's like somebody posted on Twitter last night, when they are playing like that, they can beat any team in the country. Any team. Any team. That's what I Throw somebody out there. It don't matter who. I mean, when they're playing you, and like you've that. seen them beat two two top four, two top five teams, Arizona well, and Kentucky. Arizona was six, but, but yeah. They're, yeah. Well, top six teams. Arizona is looking at being a top four seed. In the, uh, they're, they're right there on the cusp of being a top four seed. Yeah. And, you know, oh. it's just impressive – the way that this team has been able to, you know, to make those those type of games come to them, and they don't let the moment get too big for them. Of course, it's obviously easier when you're in your own arena, but this is a team that has a little bit extra, something different than I've seen from Rick Barnes' teams in the past. When you've got guys like Fulkerson who can step up, if he would play like that year-round, he would be an All-American. And then you've got what Jordan Josiah James has done and Zakai Ziegler in the last – 10 ball games, being able to take over completely and get to the rim, draw fouls, get to the foul line, and then knock down the free throws, which is the most important part of getting to the foul line. That's where this Tennessee team beats you is you you have to guard all 22 feet around the rim. And here's the thing. They win this game by 13 over Kentucky with zero offensive contributions from Brandon Huntley-Hatfield, zero from Plavsic. Only eight from Jordan, Josiah, uh, Josiah Jordan James, 
just Jordan Josiah James. Uh, I don't Josiah. Yeah, JJJ. Yeah. Um, JQ. Yeah. JQ. So, I mean, um, to win a game like that against a team that had beaten them the way they had the first time around, and and I mean they were balanced, but there were still folks that you would have expected to have to contribute that didn't really. Yeah, I think mainly because Kennedy Chandler did. You know, Kennedy Chandler was was a guy. I think he and um, he and one other guy had like twenty three of the Vescovy. Vescovy. Mm-hmm. Vescovy and Chandler had like twenty three or twenty eight of the first half points from Tennessee. I mean, that was more than half of what what Tennessee was able to put up. So, when and, and Vescovy, man, my goodness, that guy. When you need a shot, he's gonna knock it down. Yeah. Um, he's been impressive, and and that and you just feel like looking at that Tennessee team, it it kind of feels like the the classic cliche of the whole being greater than the sum of its parts, to some degree. It, it is completely, I, and that's that's one of the things they talked about on the broadcast last night was how this this is you know Zakai Ziegler said we're not an individual led team. We are willing to do whatever it takes to get the win. And I think that's the most important thing is that no matter what, this Tennessee team is. If if my role tonight is get the ball to the to the other guy, that's what I'm going to do. And that's what you have to be if you're going to be successful in the NCAA tournament. Which they weren't last year. Well, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, tonight Vanderbilt heading down to the plains to take on the Auburn Tigers. That's going to be an interesting one. It really is because, I mean, again, we've talked about it. Vanderbilt's been playing some pretty good ball here of late. And, you know, Auburn, to be number two in the country, has not been consistently great. Hey, there there have been some interesting times. Man, <laughs> man, tough, well, tough day. Tough day for for some of, day. some of the Chargers. Yeah, one in particular. But um, <laughs> but they're leading one to nothing on. <laughs> so there you go. So, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. We were talking about Vanderbilt and Auburn. We were. Yeah. Uh, and and this Auburn team is one of those teams where, you know, if you if you can get them on a night where they're not focused, and tonight may be one of those nights. Uh, it, it could get dangerous for the Tigers. So, of course, maybe not. You know, they just lost to Arkansas, and perhaps they may, they may be pretty focused. Perhaps they're 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 going to be. But Vanderbilt has the and Scottie Pippen Jr. Period. No matter what, he's going to give them a chance at least in the first half. If they can keep it close, I think that's what you want to see. You know, um, Auburn is in a stretch though where being focused may not necessarily be the issue i mean they've got vanderbilt tonight they go to florida saturday they come back home for old miss and then they're at thompson bowling on february 26th so they've got an opportunity to pick up a couple if they just don't implode here over the next little bit before they go to tba and that's not a place you want to be right now undefeated at home is is Tennessee? Uh, yeah. So fourteen to zero, and you get Auburn coming to your place. Auburn better take advantage of what they can now because we just saw them lose at Arkansas. TBA is not going to be an easy place to play. I tell you what, man, that atmosphere last night. 
you know, we talked about games a couple of weeks ago, top five games we wish we could have been at. That would have been last one. night would have been a fun ball game to be at. Uh, it, it just felt sounded. I mean, it came through on TV. It was pretty nuts. I will tell you, I was li- so I actually had to listen to it on the radio on my way home from uh, trivia last night, and the radio broadcast you could tell was just absolute nuts. Um, Bob Kessling does a, such a good job on in basketball. He's he is a very good basketball play by play guy, and Bert does a great job, obviously, with color. And you, you never know what you're going to get from him, but uh, it's always a blast to listen to. So, um, all right, it looks like it's about time to take a break, Mo. Uh, halftime already. One nothing here as we go to the bottom of the third inning at Dave Hall Field, Columbia State leading. Freed Hardeman, and looks like we got a pitching change. Maybe no, maybe not. No. Okay. No, I think this is the same guy. Same guy. So, um, yeah, we'll be back. It's halftime. Stick around. We've got Brett McMurphy coming up in the second half, and some some Alabama football drama on Twitter. So, it's crazy. Stick around. We'll be right back on Main Street Sports today. <laughs> 